Hello everybody and welcome to a sequel to a video that I didn't think anybody would actually watch. It's my movie library. I did one of these right after I launched the channel back in 2020 and the video came out and it was cool. It was fun. People seemed to enjoy it and I kind of forgot about it and then I went back and looked at how many views it has and I was flabbergasted, which is great. I love that people are so interested in what I've got down on the shelf downstairs in what I call the Criteridan closet. That's where I keep uh, the movies. But so much has changed in the last couple years. We're in a different state. We're in a different studio. We've got more room. But also uh, because I, I have a problem, and I've, I've admitted this openly, I have an addiction to bargain hunting and buying physical media. I have a lot of movies that have been added to my library. Some of them are new movies, some of them are upgrades, but I've had some people ask, when are you gonna do an update video to your movie collection? So this is it. This is everything that I've gotten. I think I may have missed one or two things here or there since the last time we did this video back in 2020. So let's just get right down to it. These are just the additions. I'm, I'm not going through the whole collection again. If you wanna see the first video, there's a little annotation up there. You can find it on the channel. You can watch these two back to back. So these are updated titles only in my video collection. I have my lovely partner and assistant Mara off camera who is helping me uh, to hand me these things. So let's get started and we're going alphabetically to the movies I've added to my collection. And the first one that we are going to look at is Adam's Family Values. I love Adam's Family Values. It's a fun sequel. It's, I think it's about as good as the first movie. Um, why did we buy it? I think it was on our Halloween list at some point, but I enjoy this movie. Wednesday, going to camp, etc. This is one I think I bought when I was doing my Spider-Man ranking videos, when I was yeah. ranking all the Spider-Man movies. I've reevaluated The Amazing Spider-Man, the first one a little bit. I like it a lot more than I did, or I remembered liking it. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is still not good. Um, let's look Disagree. at... <laughs> Mara disagrees. This is An American Werewolf in London. I think we did this for our Halloween series, but then I think we didn't end up watching it because we were moving that year. But at the same time, there's no re real reason not to own an American Werewolf in London if you haven't seen it. Just the 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 effects, the effects work alone from Rick Baker and the we team. Watched it. Did we watch it? Yes. We watched. Okay, we did watch it. It's a really good movie. That's the point. I still haven't watched this one. Angel has fallen. I want to watch it. I like Jared Butler. I like Morgan Freeman, and yet I have yet to watch Angel has fallen. Why do I own it? I'm guessing Best Buy was selling it for $5. That's my best guess. This is another one I haven't watched yet, Annabelle Comes Home. I heard it was really good. Best Buy was selling it for a, a small amount of money, and so I was like, hey, I heard this movie's good. Why don't we watch it? Um, I'm going to at some point. Halloween watch this year. Halloween watch this year. This was one I bought. I never owned it because I'd actually never watched it since I saw it in theaters. Avatar, the first Avatar movie, and then it came up for Movie Club. It was one of our selections. I was like, well, why don't we just buy Avatar? It's like it's it's a hugely important movie, like in the cinema, the cinematic history. And sure, I watched it again. It's it's fine. You're gonna hear this a lot. Criterion runs a flash sale like three or four times a year where everything in the Criterion store is 50% off. And those days are called uh, Dan Takes a Chance Days. So this is a box set that I got completely blind. I've only heard for years and years and years how good Wong Kar Wai's movies are. I have not yet watched any of them. And this is a, this is a beautiful box set. I mean, when you look at it, 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 it folds open and it comes out. I should probably show these kinds of things off because people like it. This is what you this is what I love about Criterion is they're committed to excellence. So like it comes with like this booklet that's got like I mean it's it's this is like a book like this alone is is like its own thing. And then uh, all of the movies come in a in a little, you know, package folio. folio, you unfold it and all the movies are in here. So it's it's really uh 
it's really impressive uh, packaging. That's why I love Criterion. I'm a, I am a subscriber to their streaming channel. They're not just selling movies. They're actually like preserving them in a weird way. So um, not in a weird way, in a great way. That's why it's called the Criterion, Criterion Closet. If you've ever seen Criterion, they have like a closet where people go and they pick out movies and they talk about why they love them and like, you know, it's every release they've ever had. It's like my dream vacation destination. Some people say Orlando or some people say like, you know, New Zealand. Uh, mine is the Criterion Closet. This is an upgrade. This is the Back to the Future Trilogy on 4K. So you're going to see a lot of upgrades in this collection. I had the Blu-ray last time we did the video. I actually haven't watched these yet in 4K but I'm looking forward to it, and and now I can. Uh, okay, these are some more upgrades, uh, some of them. Some of them I don't think I owned before. Or no, I did on Blu-ray. So I got the 4K movies of the original four Batman films. So this is 1989's Batman on 4K. This we have watched, and it looks uh, very beautiful. Uh, this is, um, I'm not sure why it's in this order. Batman and Robin starring George Clooney. The picture is so pristine, you can actually see the franchise ending. In this it's pretty impressive I you know some people say I don't care what people say and they don't mean that I really don't care what people say about Batman forever I love this movie it's so it's so stupid and yet it's so ingrained in my childhood that uh, I will forever love Batman forever um, and then this one is one that I enjoy but that everyone else like they're like oh this is the best Tim Burton Batman movie I disagree I like Batman Returns I think it's good but I don't love it as much as some people do although Michelle Pfeiffer there we go. Weatherman problem. Michelle Pfeiffer is incredible in this movie. Uh, this is one that I bought. I actually don't think I even had it on Blu-ray. Maybe I had it on Blu-ray. I don't remember, but the Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice Extended Edition, or sorry, Ultimate Edition 4K HD, which I think is in that uh, IMAX format that Zack Snyder likes. This is a much better movie than the theatrical cut. I haven't done a full reevaluation in the sense that like a lot of people have kind of come all the way around on this movie. I haven't. I think there's still a lot of flaws in it, but this version of the movie is better. And if anything, Zack Snyder has now proven twice over, just like, let him, if he's going to make it, just let him make a three-hour movie or tell him he can't make a three-hour movie. Don't make him make a three-hour movie and then, like, cut it down to two hours. Just release the movie that he wants to make. Why'd you hire the guy? Otherwise, this is the most recent Batman movie, The Batman, starring Robert Pattinson uh, on 4K. I haven't rewatched it. Whoops. I haven't rewatched it yet, but uh, yeah, wow, that's staying in. I haven't rewatched it yet, but uh, I like this movie a lot. So this is interesting. I've actually seen that they're releasing these two movies now as one long movie. So the joke's on me. Uh, Batman: The Long Halloween Part One, Batman: The Long Halloween Part Two. I bought these actually. I think after I did my Batman ranked video, which came out earlier this year, because I really, really liked these movies. I thought that this was a really good. Uh, series of films and now they're releasing it as one movie and you know what i'm a sucker as evidenced by the next like hour and a half or however long this video is going to be i'm probably going to buy it this was an oscar favorite honestly um I, I think this was sent because i'm part of several critics groups i think they sent this uh to the critics groups because this movie came out in the fall and so when award season was happening they actually had blu-rays to send out but honestly i would have bought this movie anyway it was one of my favorites last year belfast directed by kenneth branagh uh, an academy award-winning film kenneth sir kenneth branagh oscar-winning sir kenneth branagh for this movie so that's a good movie 
Uh, here is one that I bought. Uh, this is there's another category. There's some that are like 4K upgrades. There's some that are on sale movies, and there's some that are called that I call Schmodown movies, and they're movies that we bought or that I bought for specifically for Schmodown purposes. Now this is a great. You'll see some that are not a great deal. This is a great one to buy anyway because this is the Criterion Collection of Bruce Lee's uh, what they call his greatest hits. Sadly, Bruce Lee didn't do a whole lot of movies, so this is the Big Boss. Uh, Fist of Fury, The Way of the Dragon, Enter the Dragon, and Game of Death. And I think I've watched all of them but Game of Death. And I had, I'd had i only seen Enter the Dragon before. And again, this is like the packaging on Criterion stuff. You've got the fold-out stuff. So like each movie has its own disc. <laughs> Except for that just, one. Just Sorry. Oh, it's one. just supplements. It's just supplements. Uh, each movie has its own disc, so they don't do that like double dipping thing where they're putting like multiple movies on one disc. This is really more about my mishandling than Criterion's packaging. Don't 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 judge Criterion based on my clumsiness. See, the other ones comes with like a booklet, but I actually kind of like this. This is much more Bruce Lee. It's kind of like the '70s vibe. It's got all the different artwork and stuff inside, all of his different posters. And then I think when you unfold. It's almost like, kind of like a pamphlet or a booklet that you would get at a movie theater. It's got articles and stuff written, and that's what, again, it's not like Criterion's packaging, packaging isn't even just like kind of one size fits all. It's just, uh, it, it kind of fits the, the, the subject matter that they're going for. This is Shout Factory. Shout puts out some great editions of movies. This is Bill and Ted's most excellent collection, which is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. And this is a great one too, when you look at packaging. Let's see why this one's making a noise. Oh, it's because it has, it's because it has a guitar pick inside. <laughs> It comes with a Wild Stallions guitar pick, which is pretty awesome. It comes with Bill and Ted stickers, so you have a sticker for each movie, and then each movie is on uh, its own disc. And this is what I love is also is, is you know, people say that, oh, well, you know, um, physical media is becoming more niche, which is true. Not as many people buy physical media, but the great thing is that there are companies like Shout and Criterion and some others that we'll look at that are putting out great collector's editions of movies, which means that people that do collect physical media are getting great versions of movies. And this has a bunch of new audio commentaries and supplements and stuff. So this is really cool. This is one of the early movies of the pandemic, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, one of many marketing missteps on this movie, along with coming out at the worst time possible for a studio film. I like this movie. I don't care what anybody else says. It's not the best movie in the world, but I like it. This is a very new edition. This is, uh, there was, this was not a Criterion flash sale. This was a flash sale from uh, Barnes and Noble. They had all of their Criterion stuff 50% off. This is a film by Jean-Luc Godard. This is, this is very much my collection. We go from Birds of Prey to Jean-Luc Godard to the next movie. You know, it's weird because a lot of French films and French cinema, I find that I admire it more than I enjoy it, but I actually enjoy this movie. I can draw like a straight line from this movie to directors like Quentin Tarantino, but I have a lot of cinephile friends of mine who say they don't like this movie. So I, I'm just weird, I guess, when it comes to a lot of movies. I kind of like the opposite of what a, a lot of people like, which Prepare is yourself. not shocking. Speaking of Schmodown, this movie has a very infamous for me spot in my Schmodown uh, history. I have lost matches twice based on questions that are about this movie, The Burbs, starring Tom Hanks. So um, I had to buy it, if only to, to remind me of my own failure. And I'm keeping it on hand because, you know, if I'm lucky enough to play another match in the Schmodown, and I don't know yet if I will be able to, you know they're going to throw me another Burbs question. It's going to happen. I mean, first of all, what are the odds of getting two five-point questions about the same movie? They're astronomical. But I, I, they're sneaky, those writers. They're sneaky writers. I can see what they're doing. Okay, this is one... I actually hadn't seen this until fairly recently. Candyman, starring Tony Todd, who is awesome. He follows Mara on Twitter. He doesn't sure does. follow me, but follows Mara because 
She's awesome. Up. He knows what's up. I actually have the new version on my list. It's I always have like a Bart like a like a sale list because there's a lot of movies that I won't buy at full price, and I liked the new Candyman, but I didn't like. 1999 like it so not the not the year the, the the price so the new Candyman will probably be in the next video that i do uh, of this update because uh, as soon as i get a good sale price on it i'm getting it because i liked it i like both of those movies quite a bit oh this is one that i love uh this is cape fear the remake directed by martin scorsese i think i might have bought this when i was doing a bunch of rewatches uh, again for the schmodown but really i should have owned this movie anyway Robert De Niro is incredible in this movie. If you are looking for a good 90s thriller, you haven't seen Cape Fear. And also, if you think that Martin Scorsese only does mobster movies, and I hate this dumb Twitter thing that goes around every six months where it's like, oh, Martin Scorsese could only make one movie, and it's about the mafia. Watch Cape Fear, you dum-dums, because this is a great thriller. It has nothing to do with the mafia, and it's a fantastic movie, as are movies like Hugo and The Last Temptation of Christ, and like 60% of his filmography that doesn't have to do with organized crime, you dummies. Yeah. Gets like 100,000 likes every time, too. It's stupid. Okay, moving on. This is The Crow. I've never seen it. This is like a seminal movie for like people my age, because it came out, you know, in the early 90s. Never seen it. I think we bought it for Mara for Schmodown studying purposes. Sure did. I, I've heard it's I've heard it's good. The end. All right. Uh, this is the Apes trilogy. It's here because I think Dawn of the Planet of the Apes comes first uh, alphabetically. Uh, this is all upgrade stuff. This is Rise of the Planet of the Apes. This is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, they're all great movies, but I think this one's the best. Uh, and this is War for the Planet of the Apes. I think that when people talk about the great movie trilogies, and it sounds like they're going to make more Apes movies, because of course they will. No trilogy can ever be a trilogy. But when people talk about the great movie trilogies, this one gets slept on. These are three really good movies, and the last two particularly, I think, are really strong. So This is one you've seen me review here on the channel. I don't usually show off the TV, but I also haven't bought a lot of TV. This is the first season of Demon Slayer. I, I don't know if season two's out on Blu-ray yet, um, but uh, I just bought it because I think the animation is great, and also I needed the episodes for my review, so, it, you know, double purposes. And I love this, which is Demon Slayer the movie. Uh, Mugen Train, I thought that this is a great film. Fun fact, this is actually the first movie that Mara and I saw uh, back in theaters together, back in early 2021. So I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. This is one, this was a gift. Oh, God. Hey, are we still recording? If we're recording, this will be fun. Oh, is it still yeah, recording? We are, actually. Um, oh. oh, wow. Okay. We've so that was. <laughs> that was. Our power just went out for like 30 seconds. I don't know what the hell that was. We have buried internet or we have buried power lines, Thank but we're still we recording. <laughs> hey, if you want to know the great thing, one of the rules for having a uh, your own uh, YouTube channel, battery backups on your camera. Always a good idea because here's the fun thing. If the camera had turned off, we would have lost everything, everything that we just did. So, um, boy, you're getting a little bit of everything today. I'm dropping discs out of things. The power's going out or yeah. pets' heads are falling off. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This was a gift for Mara. I got her this for Hanukkah one year. I know this seems like a weird Hanukkah gift, but this is one of very few movies that actually deal with like Judaism and like in a in a serious like deep way. And it's a great movie. Rachel Weisz, Rachel Rachel McAdams, Alessandro Nivola. 
Uh, if you haven't seen Disobedience, it's about a forbidden romance, and it's quite good. Speaking of highly recommending something, Dr. Sleep. I love the book The Shining, and I love the movie The Shining differently than I love the book. This was a great synthesis of both, and this also includes the director's cut. I think the theatrical cut of Dr. Sleep is actually really good, but especially if you're really into The Shining uh, and the book and the movie, the director's cut is even better. It's one of those things where it just doesn't feel indulgent. It actually feels necessary uh, to the story, so Dr. Sleep I, again, not everyone loves this movie. I really, really like this movie. This is a new edition. I had Double Indemnity on Blu-ray from it. Well, I had Double Indemnity on DVD, then on Blu-ray. Now I have it uh, on 4K Blu-ray. This is, uh, Criterion has just started releasing movies on 4K. I have not watched the 4K uh, version yet, but the black and white photography is gorgeous, and Criterion is not going to put out a bad 4K master. There are some places, especially big studios, that have put out bad 4K masters of movies. Criterion's not going to do that, so I'm looking forward to watching Double Indemnity in 4K. Tell me if this has ever happened to you. There's another movie coming down uh, in a little bit that uh, that is the epitome of this for me. Is there ever a movie where, like, you just assume that you own it, and then you go to, like, watch it, and you're like, wait, where's my copy of this movie, and it's not there? That was Dread for me. I assumed for years that I owned Dread because it's a great movie, I really loved it, and then I went to go watch it, or I think Mara wanted to look at it, uh, watch it for, for IG studying, and I was like, wait, I don't own Dread? So I rectified that situation, and I now own Dread. This is one I just watched um, a couple months ago which is David Lynch's Dune. I had I, I decided not to watch it when Denis Villeneuve's Dune came out because I didn't really want to know the rest of the story. And then I, I well, read the book. I listened to the audiobook for Dune, which was a, its own weird experience. And so then I knew the rest of the story, so then I could actually watch David Lynch's Dune. This is not a good movie. I, I, I understand why people like it. Like, it's weird and, like, very 80s, and I understand why it's popular, but this isn't this is not good. Sorry. This one is good though. Denevil News Dune on 4K, which I think is like the only way. I'd buy it on 24K if I could. This is such a good movie. This was, I think, my second favorite movie if I was ranking them last year. Ah, I love this. I can't wait for part two. This is one I think we bought uh, for a movie club as well. Ed Wood, starring Johnny Depp, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, again, if you think that Tim Burton can only make one movie, watch Ed Wood, because this is, in a lot of ways, I think his his best movie. Um, it's, it's certainly his most, in a weird way, most personal movie, but also just a really, really funny movie. Johnny Depp is, is great in it. Um, Martin Landau, I mean, he won the Oscar for this movie. Bill Murray's got a little tiny role. Sarah Jessica Parker's in there. A great cast, a great story. And it's about filmmaking and, and love and passion and just saying, like, you know what, I like this thing, and I don't care what you think. I'm just going to make it. I love it. You probably have only seen this on streaming because every week on the streaming chart, we talk about the, the fact that Encanto is still one of the most streamed movies in the country. This is Encanto. I really, really like this movie. I get why more people didn't see it in theaters because theaters are still kind of in an awkward phase with the surges and whatnot. But uh, this is another one where I think that it was sent uh, here during award season, but it's a movie that I would have bought anyway because I really, really like Encanto. <laughs> there we go. My favorite movie so far this year. Everything, everywhere, all at once, all the awards. Give it to Michelle Yeoh. Best Supporting Actor, Kehui Kwan. Uh, and on 4K, again, I can't imagine watching this in a in an inferior, not inferior, but a, a less clear picture format because this is a cinematic experience. If you can't watch it in the theaters, watch it in the best quality you can at home, turn up the volume, turn down the lights. 
It's so good. All right, well, this is kind of a downer going from one to the other, uh, but this is actually part of my upgrade project. So I had a bunch of DVDs that have never been upgraded to HD. This is one that did finally get upgraded. It's Fahrenheit 9-11 from Michael Moore. I think I featured the DVD version of it on the last one. It is a very, it's a very influential film of its time. Calling it a documentary would be a bit, um, a bit of a stretch. It is much more of a polemic, uh, much more of an opinion piece. It is, it is, this is a very transitional time for documentaries. And so this is one where, um, you know, I don't necessarily know if it holds up uh, and has the power that it did when it came out. But I think it's also important because it is a movie that had a huge cultural impact at the time. Mm. This is an IG movie. This is actually the, I think, the only Fantastic Beasts movie that we do own. And the on only physical on physical media. Oh it was like nine. four bucks, five bucks in a bargain bin. And we're like, eh, well, we might as well get it. So we own the middle chapter of the Fantastic Beasts uh, franchise. Is there going to be a fourth? I doubt it. That's an oddity on the shelf. Oh, I love this movie. The favorite, Olivia Coleman with the big Oscar win for this movie. But also shout out to uh, Emma Stone, who's so good in this Holt. movie. And Nicholas Holt, who's so good in this movie. And Rachel Weisz. This is a weird movie. Yorgos Lanthimos is, is a very odd director, and he makes very odd movies. And um, this is one of them. Uh, I'm almost 40, and it's actually legally required now that anybody 38 and above own this movie in some format at home. Now, I think if you're 60 or above, they just send you the DVD in the mail. DVD only. Uh, but I, I have it on 4K because I'm young and hip, and that's Ford v. Ferrari, the ultimate dad movie. Although now that Top Gun Maverick is out, that might actually take the, the crown as the ultimate dad movie. But for a brief moment in time, this was the ultimate dad movie, and it's, great. it's also a really good movie. Uh, this is the Best Picture winner, Action. Uh, the French Connection, one of the most influential action scenes of all time with the car chase. Uh, Gene Hackman won an Academy Award. The movie won an Academy. Lots of Academy Award wins. And um, again, it was, it, had, it was for a good price on uh, Amazon. And so, yeah, why don't we do it? These are a couple of upgrades that I got, which would be Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2 on 4K. Ghostbusters, you definitely need on 4K. Ghostbusters 2, do you need it on 4K? No, you probably don't. Who, who doesn't want to see Vigo the Carpathian in, in beautiful 4K resolution? Plus, I'm weird. Like, I, I can't have one or not the other. Like, it's weird to me that I only have one Fantastic Beast movie, but I don't care enough to buy the rest. So, I'm a little... I'll take Ghostbusters 2 on 4K. I don't know. Speaking of, another Ghostbusters movie on 4K, and one that I really liked, which is Ghostbusters Afterlife. One thing I don't like is this cover art. It's ugly. It doesn't look good. And every different version of, of a disc now has different cover art. And there are other cover arts for Ghostbusters Afterlife, which aren't the 4K, which look better. This is just bad. There's nothing appeal. This is like one of the little tiny, that's like a that size image. It's not a, it's not a that size image. I really don't like this, uh, this cover art, but I want things on 4K. Is that what's on the so disc I have to deal with it. No, it's what's on the disc too. Oh, this is definitely an IG buy. Uh, the Ghost Rider collection. Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I have seen neither. It was like, yeah, it was like 10 bucks. Mm -mm. Was it four bucks? It was like four It was bucks. like $4 on Amazon. So we bought it. It's weird though. Now with the Schmodown going away, we have so many movies now that I'm like, why do, Why do we have this? Uh, this is another shout, shout select selection. This is a movie I had on Blu-ray forever, but Glengarry Glen Ross, which is one of my favorite films. I talked about it last time. This one has a 4K, it's not a 4K disc, but this one has a 4K transfer. It's got a new interview from the director. It's got some uh, commentaries. And then it also has the older commentaries and stuff from like Jack Lemmon. I just really like this movie. And so if you put out a good edition of a movie, I will upgrade it, even <laughs> if it's not to, to a 4K. Most of my upgrades now are to 4K. Speaking of, this is an upgrade I did. You gotta, I mean, Gordon Willis's, there's nothing on the back. 
I just thought you want to know that. Gordon Willis's cinematography alone justifies this upgrade to 4K. We've done uh, Godfather and Godfather 2. And then this one actually has the what's called the Godfather Coda, which is... Francis Ford Coppola's recut of Godfather 3, which I haven't watched. I've heard it's it's the same movie, um, but that's an interesting one. This is a newer movie on 4K, and again, uh, I like this movie. Some people don't. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. It's, it's listen, it's a giant fire-breathing um, reptile-looking thing versus a huge ape. It delivers exactly what it promises, so mission accomplished as far as I'm concerned. This is an upgrade. This is from Criterion. This is one of my favorite Wes Anderson movies, The Grand Budapest Hotel, starring Tony Revolori. And this comes with like a fun little thing of, uh, this is uh, sort of like an in-universe thing. Um, it says romantic poetry on it. And then this is a poster. So you have this side, which is, you know, that, or you've got the blue side, which has uh, some more of your characters on it, which is pretty cool. So again, it's, it's, just, it's just Criterion being Oh, jeez. It's just like a map. This is like folding a map, which would be useful if I could fold a map. But I can't. Whoop, did I, I did it. Okay. Oh, this is one where I, I, you know, I liked the movie, but I admired it even more than I liked it. Uh, but the visuals and stuff, you had to get it on 4K, and that's The Green Knight. One of the most interesting movies. David Lowry just only makes interesting movies. This is a Criterion disc that I bought. I think it was a flash sale, and it was also uh, a movie club selection over on my Patreon, if you want to join. We do a movie club every month where we talk about four different movies. Let's see how I got that plug in there. Uh, this is The Great Escape. Really, really good movie from the 60s. It's a long movie, but it's worth it. Steve McQueen, Sir Lord, Richard Attenborough, a cast of many, many more. James Garner, a really great one. This is another one where I always have to ask myself still if I own these movies, which I I do. Gremlins and Gremlins 2, the new batch. I had not seen Gremlins 2 prior to this past Halloween. It was on our watch list, and uh, I mean, I'd seen the Leonard Maltin cameo, mm -hmm. because if Leonard Maltin's in it, I'm gonna seek it out. Uh, but seeing the rest of the movie uh, was great to see. This is really a, ahead of its time, and I know that there have been many internet videos made about it, but very subversive, very meta and self-referential, and I liked Gremlins too. It's very good. It's a different movie than the first one. This is a weird one where I think last time we did this video, I had Happy Death Day 2, or Happy Death Day to you, uh, but I did not have the first Happy Death Day. I guess I was waiting for that sale price. Happy Death Day to you. Why we don't own the first Happy Death Day, I don't know because I love it. I think this was probably just on sale. We are going to own the first Happy Death Day at some point. Well, the sale price came and I bought it. So this is Happy Death Day. If you haven't seen Happy Death Day, and really Happy Death Day to you, which is... A much different movie from this one, but also a good one, then I highly recommend it. Uh, this is an upgrade from our previous versions, but it's one of those that comes with like two different, so we kind of like rebuy our Harry Potter Blu-rays, which we already had, which is fine. Uh, but this is really the selling point is the Harry Potter 8 film collection on 4K, which I think we've watched one or two of them on 4K at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember which ones. I'm due for, uh, I think once, once IG has passed for maybe a year or two, Mara and I might just sit down and watch these movies again. Because the thing with the Schmodown, and particularly IG, is you lose track of the fact that you don't get to actually sit and watch and enjoy these movies. If you're studying, you're always taking notes and stuff. And so it'll be nice to revisit some of these IG movies that, uh, We've both been watching, and Mara, really, for years now. Oh, this was an IG buy. With apologies to William Bibiani, I know he loves this movie. Oh, my God. David Harbour's wonderful. He's he's delightful, but 
oh, I don't like this movie. The 2019 Hellboy. It was cheap, and it was available for studying for IG. That is the literal only reason that we have it. Uh, here's movies that we upgraded upgraded to 4K, really because we upgraded the other ones too, as you'll see. But uh, The Hobbit Trilogy. Mara and I rewatched because we have a exhibition match that's actually going to be out in September uh, for the Schmodown that was the entire Middle Earth franchise so all of the six movies plus the lord of the rings animated film these i haven't really come around on i really feel about the same about these that i did the first time which is they have great sequences particularly the stuff that's straight from the book but then everything else is not so good this was an instant upgrade for me this is a full cornetto trilogy 4k three pack so Shaun of the dead hot fuzz the world's end i owned all those movies on blu-ray i don't care i've bought Shaun of the dead like five times at this point and if they come up with a great collector's edition i'll buy it again uh so this is just next time i watch cornetto trilogy it's going to be in beautiful beautiful 4k this is one of those sale things where it's like Best Buy is like, hey, do you want to buy all four Hunger Games movies for $12.99? And I kind of sit there and I go, you know what? Yeah, I think I will. I, I really had no pressing desire to watch the Hunger Games movies, nor have I since I bought this. I mean, it, it seemed like a great deal. This is how they get you. This is how they get you with this physical media stuff. They offer it at just the right price. This is one that I got on a Criterion Flash sale. I actually hadn't seen it until this year, which is In the Heat of the Night, starring Sidney Poitier, uh, a great classic movie, a Best Picture winner, and it really holds up. I was, I was surprised and happy to say that it wasn't just sort of relevant to the 60s. In the Heights, which did not do well at the box office last year and didn't really get any Oscar nominations or award love or anything. I liked this movie. I thought it was really good. I don't know what else to say. I liked it. This was, I believe, Mara's favorite film of 2020. One of the last movies that came out in theaters. It really is, a, a, a I mean, just a horrifying, wonderful, scary, suspense-filled movie with a great performance from Elizabeth Moss. If you haven't seen The Invisible Man, it's what you should do when you're remaking a, a classic movie. Give it a whole new spin. And it was just uh, terrifying. This is one um, that I bought on Criterion. And it seems like like with movies that come out on Netflix, Criterion is pretty much the only way for a lot of them that you're ever going to get it on physical media. So movies like uh, Roma, which I don't own but is available, and Marriage Story, those ones will come out on Criterion. But otherwise, you just have to watch it on Netflix and keep subscribed. That's I guess that's how they stay in business or partially stay in business. But The Irishman from Martin Scorsese is a movie that I was glad I could get on physical media. I really like this movie. I don't want to watch it on Netflix. I want to own it uh, at home. For me, it's kind of like a library. When I pick a movie that I love, it's almost like a, a seal of approval. Like, I want this to take up space on my shelf. I want to display this. I want people to look at this and say, oh, The Irishman. Uh, you know, it says something about me and about my taste. This one doesn't so much. This one was just on sale, and it was a completion for the first movie, which I really quite liked. This movie I didn't think was as good, which is It Chapter 2. Uh, it's too long, kind of scattered, kind of a disappointment compared to the first one. I've said before that I have no chill when it comes to Kevin Smith, nor do I have any objectivity uh, about his films. They meant a lot to me growing up, and he personally has been a wonderful person uh, to me uh, in our interactions, and I've been lucky enough to meet him several times. Uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot. This movie has many detractors. I understand those detractors. I enjoyed the film, but again, I, I'm, I'm not really that objective about Kevin Smith films, most of them. There's been a couple where I, I, have, I have no excuse, but... Yeah. This is Mara's favorite film about Hitler, Jojo Rabbit, starring Taika Waititi. I think his best movie. I know some people would say, oh, Thor Ragnarok. No, 
For me, it's this one. I think it's one of those where it's like, I'm not gonna buy it for $25, but I'll buy it for 13. I think that's one of them. I don't know why I bought this on 4K. Like, I don't quite know why I wanted to see the misery of Joker in full 4K. I think, as I recall, it was one of those deals where it's like, buy four 4K movies for $25. And this was one of them. And I was like, well, it's an Oscar winner. Joaquin Phoenix is incredible. I've never watched it. Because honestly, I, I've never been in the mood. Like Mara and I are never like looking at the Blu-ray shelf or, you know, uh, scrolling HBO Max or something and like, oh, what are we going to watch tonight? It's like, oh, let's throw on Joker. No, we've never said that. This is an upgrade. This is a uh, five movie collection. And really, I'm buying it for... I mean, really, I'm buying it for one... Why didn't I just buy Jurassic Park on 4K? Oh, that has Jurassic Park in it. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on? You can't see it right now, but this is the Jurassic World... Uh, oh, hello. Ah! What the hell is going on? Is it the construction people? Of course it is. Hang on. I'm looking out the window. <laughs> oh, Dan is getting suburban. He's looking out the window. Ugh, okay. You, you are, you've never been more of a white Can you guy imagine at, a, at almost 40? If we had lost... We're still recording, right? Yeah. Can you imagine if we had lost everything the first time <laughs> and then, and then started again and the power went out again? And I would have just quit. I would have just quit. You're getting more than you paid for today. You're getting dinner and a show. Okay. Jurassic World. The Jurassic World collection on 4K. Honestly, I would have just bought Jurassic Park in 4K, but I was doing all of the movies. I planned to do all the movies for all my movies, which I don't do anymore. This, which is funny because this literally is all my movies. So this is this is the show you would have gotten. So this is the Jurassic World 4K collection. It includes all five movies on Blu-ray, but it also includes all five movies on 4K. I guess it's all six movies, but I can tell you fairly definitively, Jurassic World uh, Dominion will never be a movie that we own in this house. It'll be the one thing we don't complete. Cut to two years from now where I'm showing off my $5 copy of Jurassic World Dominion. Before we move on to the next editions in my library, I just want to take a minute to thank the sponsor for this video, ExpressVPN. We're talking about physical media today, but a lot of people get their shows on streaming services like Netflix. But did you know that there are thousands of movies and shows on Netflix that you don't see? based on your location? Well, with ExpressVPN, in addition to a more secure online presence, you can start getting your subscription money's worth. Using ExpressVPN, I can control which country I want Netflix to think that I'm in, and ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. If the US version of Netflix is missing something, you can just switch to another country and unlock new shows. And here's the best part, ExpressVPN is also super fast and works on your phone, laptop, even smart TVs. So you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. So stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash Merle. And don't forget to use my link so you can get three extra months of ExpressVPN free with your order. That's expressvpn.com slash Merle, expressvpn.com slash Merle. And I want to thank them for sponsoring today's show. Okay. This movie, it's really to have as a companion piece to uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League because this is the Justice League, if you will. Honestly, the reason that I bought this is because I was planning and, and still may someday my own cut of Justice League that includes like the three scenes from this movie that I liked. And so I was like, well, I need a, I need a high quality version of the movie. Speaking of the Snyder cut, Zack Snyder's Justice League on physical media, on 4K, I don't trust streaming. I'll just say that right now. I don't trust streaming. 
I don't trust that the things that you like will always be there. I don't trust that the quality will always be there. So I, yes, I do buy things that are available on streaming on physical media. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I would like this movie, but I really, really did like it. So I bought it and I'm going to watch it again, probably within the next year. So <laughs> when I say that I like a lot of different movies, this is a movie starring John Goodman called King Ralph. And it's about a guy named Ralph and the entire royal family is wiped out uh, in a, as I recall, a photography uh, incident. And he's the only person left in the world with royal lineage. And he becomes the king of England. These are the kind of movies that we got uh, around the 80s uh, and 90s. Uh, this has Peter O'Toole in it. Lawrence of Arabia himself is the co-star of this movie. If you've never heard of King Ralph, I understand why not. Why do I own it? Well, because there's a certain nostalgia attached to it, even though I haven't seen it in many, many years. Also because, A, they keep the original artwork, and I love this sort of tape, VHS tape edition, and it was like five bucks on Amazon, uh, because, you know, like, the actual disc has this garbage. Like, you tell me objectively, what looks better? What's a better marketing image? This... <laughs> so like i was saying what is the better marketing image this or this garbage it's this we all know it's this anyway so yeah i own king ralph you came this was uh the sequel to king ralph uh, king richard it is somewhat marred by the the oscars incident which i honestly i was talking to Smodown friend paulo yama the other day about this i i'm flabbergasted still to this day when i think the fact that like that happened and we're, we're not still talking about it like that's that's this just goes to show you how crazy this world is that we're still not talking about what happened at the oscars but yeah this is one that uh, it was a sale movie that uh, i think that we I both like i like it but i think we weren't like 20 dollars liking it this is like a seven dollar like and that was a kingsman the golden circle which i think is often kind of maligned but which i enjoyed this is another movie this might be the most obscure movie I own. It's another edition from Shout Select, and I paid way too much for this movie, but it just goes to show you nostalgia. This is a movie called Cuffs. I'll just read you the description of this movie. Christian Slater stars in this nonstop action comedy. George Cuffs, which I would like to, to tell you right now, it is a cop movie, but his name is Cuffs. Approaching his older brother for a loan, George receives a job proposal. Join Brad's well-regarded patrol special team. Not keen on the idea, George nonetheless joins and suddenly finds himself the owner of the business when Bradley is heartlessly gunned down in the line of duty. Geez, spoiler alert. Soon George is battling a crime spree in his district with a surly police partner, played by Tony Goldwyn, who's a great actor. Out to avenge his brother, George closes in on a crooked art dealer who's trying to wrestle the district away from him. This is um, a movie that nobody saw in the 90s. He's a cop, and his name is Cuffs. This is one that I bought for the Martin Scorsese, uh, not even rewatch, watching all of Martin Scorsese's films, and I haven't actually watched it yet. It's uh, Kundun, which is kind of hard to find, but it's the story of the Dalai Lama uh, and his time in the mafia, because Martin Scorsese can only make mafia pictures, even though he made a movie called Kundun, which you can look up if you go to IMDb. Does this sound like a mafia movie? But no, sure. Martin Scorsese can only make one movie over and over and over again. You dorks. We go from Kundun to really equally as prestigious, the Leprechaun. This isn't just Leprechaun, my friends. No, 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 no. This is the Leprechaun 7 film collection. Seven Leprechaun movies for your viewing enjoyment. Now, I do think that they might, they do actually kind of double up on these movies because these are not 4K masters. But here we have the original Leprechaun, of course. Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4 in space. Leprechaun in the Hood, 
maybe the highlight of the series. Leprechaun 2 Back to the Hood, and then Leprechaun Origins, which as I recall was a WWE production. I don't even like the Leprechaun movies. I haven't even seen most of the Leprechaun movies, but for $5, I'll buy them. This is another, I don't even think this is an upgrade. I don't think I had it on physical media before, but this is The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou from Wes Anderson uh, from Criterion. So you get the disc, you get this nice little uh, Steve Zissou uh, booklet. Uh, this kind of like, uh, this is a little bit more bare bones as far as the, the actual supplement, but it's just kind of like about the transfer, etc. You always get the special features and that Criterion uh, seal of quality there. This is one that I bought, I used to have on DVD way back when, and I lost the DVD at some point, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, which is Guy Ritchie's first movie. Uh, I actually hadn't rewatched this in quite some time. This is very dated, but I still like this movie largely because it, it, it helped to give us Jason Statham, who is still kicking, literally kicking around. This is really the, the, the crown jewel of the Middle Earth uh, remaster. This is the Lord of the Rings trilogy on 4K. I am desperate to watch this. We were traveling and we were prepping for that Lord of the Rings match. So we watched the movies digitally, like on my computer and took notes because we had to prep for the match. So I have not had time to watch these in 4K and I'm desperate to do so. So we'll probably in a year or two sit down and watch all the Lord of the Rings movies as we do every year or two. This is Luca. Honestly, I just kind of like it because it proves to me that the movie existed. There's physical proof that there was a Pixar film that existed called Luca and it doesn't just ex exist as a bunch of, uh, you know, digital bits on a streaming service. So I'm glad at least that Disney's not making the streaming movies exclusive to streaming that they are actually taking the time to put out Blu-rays. I was kind of surprised. This is another one I assumed that I had, but Man of Steel. I like this one a little better than I did when it first came out. I think that Henry Cavill is a really, really good Superman, and I appreciate those heights uh, more, but I do think this is still a pretty flawed movie. Oh, this is one I was looking for for a while. This was an upgrade for DVD. Uh, Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon. Kino Lorber just put this out um, this year. It, it just feels like when you upgrade these movies, they're getting some kind of a seal of approval, like they're worthy of being upgraded to an HD format, uh, and Man on the Moon was one of those. Actually, before we go on with the Blu-rays, I do want to show you, these are the last six. I used to have a bunch of DVDs, and literally over the last however many years, I've been upgrading them from DVD to Blu-ray and then some to 4K. There are six movies I have that, to my knowledge have never been upgraded to an HD format that I would buy instantly. So to any of the studios that may be considering putting these movies out on an HD format, you've got one guaranteed sale for each of these. Uh, one of them is Confidence, which is a nifty little crime movie with Andy Garcia and Dustin Hoffman and Ed Burns and Rachel Weisz, which I really like. One of them is The Contender, starring Joan Allen and Christian Slater and Jeff Bridges and Gary Oldman, who I think was, uh, no, Jeff Bridges was nominated for an Oscar. I think Joan Allen might've been nominated for an Oscar. This was a multiple Oscar nominee. Boy, this is a white whale because this isn't like available in any format. The DVD is out of print. I think there's a Blu-ray at one point that's out of print. You can't buy it or rent it like on the iTunes store, which is Kevin Smith's Dogma, which is crazy that one of Kevin Smith's movies, and this was a pretty notable movie, is completely lost in the ether. You just can't access it. There is a rights issue, apparently, with this movie that is tied up with uh, an entertainment industry figure who I won't name. That's one of the reasons why you don't have a version of Dogma. But I, I cannot believe, like, Cuffs! We just looked at Cuffs starring Christian Slater. Cuffs is out on Blu-ray, and yet Dogma is still completely lost in the shuffle, so whatever. I hope maybe with the Hayden Christensen revival following uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, 
that somebody, somewhere, please, somebody, put out a Blu-ray HD version of Shattered Glass. This is such a good movie. We just rewatched it for my movie club. This movie's so good, and it's still just available physically on DVD. There's always a rumor, oh, James Cameron's working on it, James Cameron's working on it. A True Lies, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Again, a very notable movie, made a lot at the box office, two very famous uh, stars, and that's not even counting Tom Arnold. So many reasons why this movie should be out on Blu-ray and 4K, but it's not, and everyone always says, like, well, James Cameron, you know, he just finished the HD Master. Well, you know, I haven't seen evidence of that. And then another one. What about Bob? Bill Murray and Richard Dreyfuss. Mm. Still not out, uh, from what I can tell, and I do these searches every few months, still not out on an HD format, which, again, is crazy. Really, it should be called the Cuffs Standard. Is a movie, as I just dropped the DVDs, is a movie more notable than the Christian Slater movie Cuffs? And if the answer is yes, then it should be out on DVD. And if the answer is no, then I think that you can have that debate. But if Cuffs is out on Blu-ray, all of those movies should be out on Blu-ray. All right, let's continue with the Blu-rays. Oh, this is another one. And again, this is kind of a subtle one. This is Matinee starring uh, John Goodman. Again, again with John Goodman. This is another Shout Select movie. This is a movie about like a an old-timey uh, theatrical promoter, and he has this movie called Mant that he promotes, and it's set in the 1950s, and it's during like, or sorry, I guess it'd be the 1960s because it's during like the Cuban Missile Crisis. It's so good. The one thing that I do, and Shout Select really does a great job with these uh, covers, but I don't really care for this cover art because I don't think that it really sells the... The premise of the movie the movie's original poster which I, i'm putting on screen now i thought was great marketing for this film so again with physical media and i don't understand this so many times they replace great cover art great poster art with a less appealing image and like this just doesn't really say much to me it's a little bit kind of plotty you kind of know it's in the plot but i think that matinee was the perfect image for that this is one that most people and i think it's most people that are just a few years younger than me they know it backwards and forwards i've seen it once or twice, but I enjoyed it and it was $5. So I bought Mean Girls and I should probably watch it again because I know like the lines, but anytime Schmodown questions come up about Mean Girls and everyone's just like, ugh, come on. I'm like, I don't know the answer to that one. So it's a good one to watch. This was an upgrade. Last time I only had it on Blu-ray. Again, I don't think that the cover art's particularly strong, but The Meteor Man, starring Robert Townsend. This was a black superhero on screen two decades or more before uh, Black Panther, and uh, this is one that I have not rewatched in quite some time, so I would have to go back and really judge the movie again, but I remember loving The Meteor Man when I was a kid. There's a tie-in comic book series that I had, so The Meteor Man, starring Robert Townsend. Again, if you're a fan of superhero movies and you want to have a full accounting of their history on screen, you should buy The Meteor Man. This is one I got recently that was actually on sale, Midsommar from Ari Aster. I didn't like it as much as Hereditary, but I don't like most movies as much as I liked Hereditary. This movie is messed up, but in all of the right slash wrong ways. This is one that I love. It's uh, Minari, which was up for several Academy Awards. It won Best Supporting Actress. I don't know if it won any others, and it's set here in Arkansas, so that's a bonus. Here's another one that I bought for uh, the Martin Scorsese watch that I haven't actually yet watched yet, which is New York, New York. It's a musical about the mob because as we've established, Martin Scorsese can only make movies about mobsters and gangsters. So this is a musical set in New York City uh, that is apparently about mobsters because Martin Scorsese can only make one movie. Yeah reprobates don't know a damn thing about movies out here talking like you know martin scorsese okay one of my favorite movies from last year nightmare alley i thought that bradley cooper was great in this i thought the cape Blanchett was great in this i thought that rooney mara was great in this tony collette is in it 
and so of course I'm glad that she's on the cover because I love Tony Collette and anything she's in. Uh, David Strathairn is in it. Willem Dafoe is in it. If you didn't see Nightmare Alley, again, this is very generic cover art. Great movie from Guillermo del Toro. It's kind of a twisty, noir, crime, gritty drama thriller. No Time to Die. Kind of ironic, the title of this movie, given what happens in it. This is one that came out in early 2021. I think this is one of the earliest like kind of movies that came out in theaters after they were closed, starring Bob Odenkirk, Nobody, which if you haven't seen Nobody, if you like John Wick, if you like action movies, then you should watch Nobody because it's so good. It's it's just, it's a, it's a gritty, it's literally if Better Call Saul was like John Wick. It's, it's really good. Christopher Lloyd is in it doing stuff that you never thought that you knew you wanted Christopher Lloyd to do. This is a, another new uh, acquisition for me, Alfred Hitchcock's Notorious, which I got as part of that Barnes & Noble 50% off Criterion. I had to argue against this movie on Movie Fights once because it was like up against me as, like, as far as Alfred Hitchcock's best film. And it was one of my least favorite parts of Movie Fights because I kind of had to you know talk trash on this movie, which is hard because it's a really good movie. So I look forward to revisiting this one. I don't have to like try to figure out how I'm going to fight Mike Carlson on the best Alfred Hitchcock movie. I think that was Mike Carlson. This is one we got uh, for, I believe, for Schmodown IG purposes. But who knew that the Tom Cruise Joseph Kosinski team up would be would bear so much more fruit, like almost a year down the line with Top Gun Maverick? I I I need to revisit this movie. I remember liking it fine when it came out, but it's one it's one that I want to look at again. This is an upgrade that finally came out, I think, earlier this year, which is Orange County, a DVD that I owned for. I mean, two decades that I'm finally able to say that I own on Blu-ray. If you haven't seen Orange County, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun little comedy from the early 2000s. This is a movie that kind of came and went from theaters, and I was glad to find it on sale. This is Overlord, which is a Nazi zombie World War II thriller action movie. This is all six paranormal activities, and this is another example of, like, Dan walking through a Best Buy, and it's almost like Mr. Best Buy steps out in front of me. He's like, hey, Dan, I know you haven't seen four of these, but would you like to buy all six paranormal activity movies for $17? And I I'm like, well, that's a steal at twice the price. So now I own all six Paranormal Activity movies. Um, I think I've seen two, one and three. One and I, uh, I, I don't know. One, two, and I might have seen one, two, and three, but I've definitely not seen the Ghost Dimension or the Marked ones, and I don't think I've seen four. I've actually bought this a couple times because they keep coming out with new versions of it, but this is Parasite, which I had a, a perfectly good uh, Blu-ray copy of, but then, of course, Criterion has to come out and do things like make an awesome edition of it. Uh, so this is, uh, again, this is one where I'm glad that they preserve the original art because this is sort of the key artwork for the poster for Parasite. And uh, this is another one where uh, you get you get it on two discs and you get a little booklet here that's got some, uh, you know, kind of a write-up about the movie, etc. So it's another one that doesn't come with a huge amount of extra packaging from Criterion, but there's not going to be another company that puts together a more comprehensive package of features and supplements and commentaries, etc., uh, than Criterion does because they just, uh, they make everything, they make everything better. There we go. Come on. There we go. I don't think that's right, but that's all right. Another Criterion movie, uh, Paths of Glory, which I think is actually coming out soon in 4K, not from Criterion, starring Kirk Douglas. If you haven't seen Paths of Glory, it's like a military thriller directed by Stanley Kubrick, and it's really good. It's like courtroom. It's like a courtroom movie, which I like. We're on a bit of a Criterion run here because this is a George Cukor movie called The Philadelphia Story, starring Cary Grant and Katherine Hepburn and Jimmy Stewart. It's famous for a reason. It's, it's one of the early, really, rom-coms. 
it's you know an ex-husband and a reporter and there's going to be a wedding and she was going to get together with one of them but the other one really i mean this is really sets the framework for the modern romantic comedy or at least the romantic comedy as it existed in the 80s and 90s this is another upgrade again from shout shout select really this is what i love about shout they find titles that aren't out on physical media and they put out new versions of them this is one that was not out for the longest time it's an oscar-winning film from a very controversial director and i acknowledge that this is the pianist uh, which stars adrian brody who had a huge upset best actor win he is phenomenal in this movie uh, so a lot of controversy around this film because of the the director who made it uh, and that's understandable but also i think perhaps lost in the shuffle is just how good this movie is speaking of really good movies this is one of my favorites from last year pig starring nicholas cage who of course didn't get any mainstream uh, uh, awards attention uh, but nonetheless was was so good um, and if you haven't seen pig it's a very minimalist movie about a guy who lives in the forest and he's looking for his truffle hunting pig and it sounded like a joke when we first heard uh, what the concept was mm -hmm. and yet it's actually fantastic this is a movie that I thought that I, I, I would have sworn up and down that I own this movie. And I didn't. So I bought it recently, and that's Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. One of my favorite comedies from the 80s. John Candy was great in just about everything, but I really think he's at his best in this movie, and Steve Martin is as well. One of the few quintessential Thanksgiving movies. There aren't a whole lot of movies that are just like, oh, specifically centered around Thanksgiving. This is one of them. I think this might be the quintessential Thanksgiving movie, actually. These are two movies that I hadn't seen until this year, last year. I think it was maybe last year. That were started as Schmodown watches, but like, holy crap. The Jackie Chan films, Police Story and Police Story 2. It, with, like with most Jackie Chan movies, I had seen like the highlights. Jackie Chan does not get enough credit. The, the stunts and the work, the, the, the physical choreography and stuff in these movies is so good. And so once again, this comes with like a fold-out thing. It has uh, a lot of times Criterion will have people do like big write-ups on these movies. And so it comes out like that. And then you get like a... A nice little poster-sized Jackie Chan thing to hang up on the wall if you want. I'll just keep them in the packaging with everything else. But if you have, if you like action movies and you haven't seen Police Story and Police Story 2, it's like the, don't, don't get put off by the subtitle thing. These are as good an action movie as you're going to find ever. This is another one of my favorite movies. France did not submit this as their best international feature uh, submission that year, and so it was not nominated for an Academy Award. I think it could have won it. Portrait of a Lady on Fire from Celine Sciamma, who is such a wonderful director. I've not seen Petite Maman, which is her follow-up. This movie's so, I mean, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's a very simple story, but a very heartfelt story, very realistic story. It's just, the, it hits you like a gut punch at the end of it. Oh my god this is one of those movies that like it, it came out and there was critical acclaim this is one of those movies that i think in 10 years people are going to be talking about is one of the best films of the 21st century really from high art to high art here we go from portrait of a lady on fire to howard stern in private parts the biopic of himself that he wrote himself i haven't listened to him in a while this is a movie that i had on dvd and i wanted to upgrade to blu-ray so it's now upgraded Oh, this was maybe my favorite film of 2020. Promising Young Woman. I mean, it's an Academy Award winning film. It won um, for Best Original Screenplay and was nominated for a bunch of other things. But I feel like, again, with 2020, people think like, oh, well, yeah, those are the pandemic movies. They weren't as good. Promising Young Woman is as good as any movie that comes out in any other year. Don't let the, there be like a pandemic stink on it because there's not. This is my most recent acquisition. And this is actually the culmination of the movie that I was convinced I owned, but that I did not. 
and that is Raging Bull starring Robert De Niro. Criterion just put this out on 4K. It literally arrived in the mailbox, I think, two days ago. And this is an example of, just if you have a great image, use the image to sell the movie. This is the image that's been used to sell Raging Bull pretty much from the beginning. The just black and white Robert De Niro with the Dukes up. The 4K transfer I'm looking forward to. There's multiple commentaries on this movie as well. And by the way, it's also just a great movie. Before we move on, I should note that there are four movies that I've actually bought that are in the mail on the way, but that I didn't get in time to do this video. And those are 4K upgrades of movies that I already own. E.T. the Extraterrestrial is one of them. Inception is one of them. The Thing is one of them. And then Mad Max Fury Road is the fourth one. I was going to wait to do this, but I wanted to get this video out this weekend. So that those are four movies that I, I technically own, but do not yet have in my possession. Here's another one that we got sent because of critics groups and whatnot uh, that I thought was fine. Honestly, there's some stuff that we get sent that I, I give away because I'm like, eh, I didn't really like that movie. This, you know, I'll, I'll keep it around, but it, it wasn't one of my favorite Disney films. This is a movie that also has a very special place in my heart when it comes to the Schmodown, which is Ready or Not. I was able to pull a very difficult question about this movie in a Schmodown title match that was able to at least get me in the lead, and then I was able to win. But this is also just a really good movie. We watched this with Robert Parker. just to, uh, we, we, we were visiting him, and he'd never seen it. He loved it. If you haven't seen Ready or Not, I, again, this image is nothing. This image does nothing. It doesn't tell you anything about the story or the movie. The poster for the movie actually was way better than this. And I don't know why they do these plain Jane, completely unappealing covers for these Blu-rays. But if you love horror or if you like, it's really more of a thriller than a horror. It has some horror elements, uh, some supernatural elements. But if you like any of that stuff and you haven't seen Ready or Not, oh, go see Ready or Not. It's so much fun. Oh, this is one from uh, Arrow video. Arrow puts out these sort of deluxe editions of different movies. And I've already bought Robocop so many times, but I mean, oh, look at that. Look at that baby. This is just beautiful. It's got the uh, OCP uh, logo on the back. And this is a 4K uh, copy of the movie. So you get a booklet that has um, oh, one of the best key art images ever, which I love that for the poster. And then again, this is like a this is like a thick book. This is a nice read. You use that in the bathroom, you're going to be reading for a couple weeks. It comes with a poster, which is again, the, see, this is what to do. If you're doing a physical media thing, you have a choice of on the poster, you can put up the image from the front of the, the cover, which by the way, this is a great image. I love this. It's kind of a throwback to the key art. You have everybody on there. It, it's sharp. It doesn't look, you know, kind of too slick or digital. But if you so prefer, you can put up the original RoboCop poster as well. Do See, don't, you can add to it, but don't exclude all the original art and stuff. Anyway, this is the actual disc itself. It's a 4K transfer of the movie. Disc one is the director's cut. Disc two is the theatrical cut. It's a 4K. It's got all of the different uh, documentaries and commentaries and stuff and some all new documentary and commentaries and stuff on it. And this is like the ultimate edition of RoboCop if you're a RoboCop fan. So I have two movies of the same name. This is just what happens when you hang around long enough. So this is Scream. This is the 1996 version of Scream. It's a 25th anniversary edition on 4K. And then this is also Scream. This is the version of the movie that came out in 2022 
which is also on 4K, which I enjoy, though not as much as the original movie. For alphabetizing, this is very difficult because like, <laughs> do you put Scream next to Scream or do you put Scream behind the sequels? So does it go Scream, Scream 2, Scream 3, Scream 4, Scream? Because otherwise it'd be Scream, Scream, Scream 2. And then apparently the new Scream movie, which is Scream 6, is also named Scream 2. So does it go like Scream, Scream, Scream 2, Scream 2? This is a nightmare. I, I beg of you, studios, st stop doing this f for no other reason than, than that it's driving us physical media people crazy because we don't know how to alphabetize our movies. Spider-Man No Way Home. Not my favorite key art for the movie, but it's what's on the 4K. A lot of times the 4Ks don't get the best cover image. Like the best cover art usually goes to the Blu-ray because I think, I don't know, maybe they sell more or whatever. So this is my favorite. Well, I'm not going to say my favorite. This is one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. I might actually rewatch this in the next couple of we weeks. Please? I love this movie so much. So I talk about the fact that I don't buy new movies on anything really than 4K. Uh. This was an exception. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. We have it because it was cheap. And I am a completionist and Star Wars is kind of a big thing, although I don't own like Solo a Star Wars story. But the episodic movies I did feel obligated to have on some kind of physical media. At one point I was like, you know what? It deserves to be a format lower even in the other movies in the sequel trilogy. Let this be a lesson to you, Rise of Skywalker. You stay on Blu-ray. That's your punishment. Oh, this is a fun one. Starship Troopers on 4K. I don't think I had it even on Blu-ray. And they put out the 20th anniversary 4K edition. And I was like, yes, please. So Starship Troopers, that's cool. <laughs> $5 on Amazon. Stop or my mom will shoot. If you don't know what this movie's about, it stars Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty from The Golden Girls. And you know what? Again, let's just read the synopsis of the movie, shall we? Sylvester Stallone and Estelle Getty star in this fast-paced action comedy from director Roger Spottiswood. Los Angeles Police Sergeant Joe Bomowski has his life turned upside down when his feisty mother, Tootie, comes to town for a rare visit. To add to Joe's problems, Tootie witnesses a murder and becomes his unlikely partner when she refuses to divulge information unless she's allowed in on the investigation. Just when Joe starts wishing he were adopted, Tootie comes through in the clutch, proving that Mother Knows Best in this hilarious thriller the San Francisco Chronicle calls delightful. I haven't seen Stopper My Mom Will Shoot. Again, it was $5. It's worth it just to have the novelty. Great art. Great key art. Look, see, this, okay. This is how they want to sell the movie to you otherwise. This is how they always do these garbage Blu-ray things. It's a plain white cover with a very nondescript image with the title of the movie. Just tell me from a marketing point, what's better, this or this? This is like, we're going to the optometrist here. One, <laughs> two, one, two. It's this one. Ooh, two similarly named movies. We bought Suicide Squad for $5. And then we bought The Suicide Squad, which is worth more than $5. And we paid more than $5 for it because I like this movie. This is a victim of the HBO Max theatrical strategy, partially. It wasn't the only reason why it didn't do well, but it was partly because people could watch it at home. I really like The Suicide Squad and I find it to be superior in all things. And you've seen it about eight times because I've of seen me. it. I've seen it a lot. Funny story, Mara had some oral surgery last year and it was right around the time The Suicide Squad came out. And so she wanted to watch it, but she was on a bunch of painkillers. So we would watch The Suicide Squad and then she would usually like fall asleep in the middle of it because, you know, painkillers. And then she wouldn't remember what happened. And so the next day we would restart The Suicide Squad, but she was watching it again for the first time. And so she still would be like, oh my God, I don't remember that. I'm like, honey, we watched the movie three times. She's like, no, we didn't. I'm like, yes, we did. So 
don't that just goes to show you don't that that whole don't operate heavy machinery thing and warnings that come with pain medication those are there for a reason because she got to watch the suicide squad for the first time like seven times <laughs> so i saw this movie in theaters by myself when it came out and mara hadn't seen it and we got sent a screener link which was literally you could not hear it it was inaudible it, and it had no subtitles and so we went and bought the actual physical copy 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 of christopher nolan's tenant on 4k this isn't a great movie but it's actually i think worth owning just because of the cinematic nature of it and honestly it's worth owning in physical media just for subtitles because I, I can't tell you what the hell most people are saying in this movie i saw it in theaters and i didn't pick up half of the dialogue until watching it at home with subtitles so this is one that we probably would have bought but paid a little bit more for because mara neither of i'd seen the movie and i couldn't tell you what was happening because you couldn't hear a damn thing oh this is one. Oh, i was excited to get this one val kilmer in top secret which is from the filmmakers behind airplane he plays an elvis like star who is recruited to do spy stuff it's stupid this is a stupid stupid dumb movie but in all the best ways i, I actually put it up there on the same level with airplane uh this is another one that i was glad to add to my collection and it was at a value price which is training day an oscar-winning performance from denzel washington ethan hawk also nominated for an oscar for his performance in this movie um this is one that i think may be sort of transitioned to like not a classic in the sense of like casablanca but like sort of a modern classic particularly in the drama action genre maybe i'm wrong um but this is, I, I hear people talk about this movie a lot and it is a really really good movie well, this is another recent edition. I watched it for the first time for a movie club. Uh, it's a French musical called The Umbrellas of Cherbourg. And I was a little uh, iffy on it for the first half or so. But again, this thing, Damien Chazelle took a huge influence from this movie for La La Land. And you can see why. Uh, this is another movie that just like, you don't realize you're getting kind of wrapped up in the story until things start happening. And you're like, oh, wow, what's going to happen next? So this is a, it's a slow burn, but it's really good. So I had to get the Criterion version. This is, oh, I'm so good. Oh, Criterion put this out on 4K, and I'm so glad. Uncut Gems by the Safdie Brothers. I want to watch this again, but I have to take, like, a volume before I do it because this is one of the most stressful movies ever made. Like, this movie will make you viscerally, physically uncomfortable, but it's so good. The fact that Adam Sandler did not get recognized for his performance in this film is criminal, and the Academy Awards remain uh, frustratingly short-sighted. Uh, this, is, this is Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which is, like... It's like a hundred minutes long and like this movie worked perfectly well for me. It's kind of like the first Venom. It's not one of the best movies ever. Uh, certainly not in the superhero genre, but like it did what it needed to do for me. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. This is one that I haven't rewatched yet. It was nominated for a lot of Academy Awards. Vice starring Christian Bale as Dick Cheney. This is one of those movies that like everybody was talking about. It's, yeah, it's a best picture nominee. You don't really hear people talk about it anymore. It's from Adam McKay. So I'm excited to revisit this and see, you know, was it very just kind of transitory in the moment? <laughs> God. This was cheap, and it's an IG movie. And really, if you're going to watch Waterworld, go to see the Stunt Spectacular at Universal Studios. But if there's a second way to watch Waterworld, it's in 4K. I mean, you can, you can, you can see the movie flop in real time. Listen, it's ambitious. I'll give you that. It's an ambitious movie. Didn't pay off. 
One movie that did pay off for me, I was very skeptical about it, which is Steven Spielberg's remake of West Side Story. I think this is the best kind of companion piece to the original movie. I think it corrects a lot of things that were wrong with the original movie. I think it's just incredible filmmaking. And Rachel Ziegler in particular is so good in this. I mean, she is a fantastic Maria. Ariana DeBose, Academy Award winning performance. Cinematically, just the way it's shot. The music has always been great. The, the, the cinematography is great. The choreography is great. This is remains one of my best movie musicals. And I, again, I, I will put this right up there with the original. It's that good. This was an upgrade uh, to 4K, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, more 4K cover art than I'm like. Eh. Even the covers of former physical media editions of this movie, I think it's better than this, but there's an aesthetic that people are going to. I bought this. Eh. I don't know why. I think it was cheap. It was cheap. Yeah, it was, it was like cheap. Wonder Woman 1984, which when it came out, I remember like, I liked, I liked, I liked it. I've actually liked it less and less as time has gone on. I think it's got some good moments, but there are definitely, especially some plot stuff about mm -hmm. the guy who takes Steve or Steve Trevor takes his body and plus the, the plot mechanics of it is very complicated this is a Criterion edition that I bought again this is on a flyer I love what I've seen of Kurosawa's work but I haven't seen a lot of it and this is one that I bought that I've not yet watched I I saw that I could get a lot of uh, Kurosawa stuff for cheap and one of them was Yojimbo, and, and from what I've read, this is one of his better films. So this is on the list. i got to watch it soon. We talked about Tony Revolori uh, just a minute ago for Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, a minute ago. It's like an hour ago, whatever. This is a movie that I only own because of Tony Revolori, because I invited him to be on all my movies, and I said, well, talk about any movie you want to talk about. What do you want to watch? And he's like, well, I want to talk about your name, but I don't know if you own it. And I was like, Tony, I can own any movie. And he's like, well, I want to talk about your name. So I bought your name and really liked it. I, I actually want to watch it again because when you kind of know where the story's going, everything else just kind of like falls into place watching it again. Uh, but So thank you to Tony Revolori personally uh, for wanting to talk about this movie because that's why I own it. So this is, uh, as you can tell, we're getting close to the end. This is, uh, again, I love Zodiac. And I actually, now see, this is an example of a Blu-ray art change that works because it's thematic. It, it's, it looks like, you know, a letter that was sent from the Zodiac Killer to the Chronicle. This actually works. I think it was just on sale and I, and I didn't have it. So here it is. So this is the last regular disc, which is a double uh, version of Zombieland and Zombieland Double Tap, which are both movies that I enjoyed. I actually liked the sequel. I haven't rewatched it since it came out, but uh, they're in a two-pack for like eight bucks. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll buy both Zombieland movies. So that's the last single disc. This is a special version of My Neighbor Totoro. It's the 30th anniversary edition that I bought for Mara uh, for Hanukkah one year, I think. And uh, I mean, this is... It may have been your birthday. I'm not sure. We already owned the movie, but this is one of those things where, like, it comes with a, a commemorative uh, booklet, which you know you get a lot of the artwork from the movie kind of in a in a bigger. Oh, this picture of the cat, kind of in a bigger format here, and then the movie itself comes in like this sort of collectible, nice thick. Uh, volume and you get uh, you know, a couple of different discs it comes with a cd of the music for those with cd players <laughs> hey listen it's physical it's physical media so you get what you you get what you get this is just a fun little thing and it's uh, this is my first miyazaki this is my mm -hmm. first studio ghibli and i really liked it so i bought that version of it so that's it those are the movies that have been added to my collection. You can add this video to your collection uh, along with the first video, and you have a full accounting 
of my movies. I guess I'll probably do another one of these every couple of years because I'm gonna keep collecting physical media as long as they keep making it and hopefully they keep making it at least for collectors. I know that some people don't see the point. Oh, there's streaming services. I mean, there's there's news coming out just now of like, uh, I think uh, one of the online stores revoking access to certain movies because the rights change and they're like, well, sorry you bought this movie, but the rights have changed. So now you don't have access to it anymore. You're never gonna get the DVDs or Blu-rays or 4K discs off my shelf shelves unless you physically come to my house and take them and then we're going to have a real problem because it's in the criterion closet and it's protected by a laser net so good luck thank you so much for watching this video i guess i'm not going to be surprised if a bunch of people watch it because it seems to be something uh, that folks enjoy so i'm glad you like watching me show off my movies and talk about them because that's like one of my favorite things to do what's your favorite addition to the collection is there a movie that you think i need to have on my shelf that you haven't seen in either of these videos let me know down in the comments below and you can also go over on letterboxd i have a letterboxd account you can just search my name and uh, it, it'll show you what i'm watching in real time a lot of these movies that i'm re-watching movies that i see in theaters if you want to see a potential sneak preview of what's going to be in the next edition of this video if you're a new viewer here on the channel i'd love it if you hit the like button and also subscribed i do not just collection videos i do a weekly box office show i do tv and movie uh, reviews i'm going to start doing more video essays i've got a big one coming out about picard season two very soon i'd love to have you stick around but whether you're a new viewer or a returning viewer thank you very much for watching i'll be back very soon until then stay safe and i'll see you next time Bye.